the power of the most high let's pray father in the name of jesus the son of the living god we pray for the opening of the heavens upon us we pray for your word to have impact on our lives for the entrance of your word give a light and give it understanding to the simple speak to us lord speak to us lord in jesus name amen everyone say the power of the most high say it well say the power of the most high amen luke luke chapter one our main scripture is taken from luke chapter one reading from the verse 26 to the verse 30 37 verse 26 to the verse 37 i'm reading from the niv i'm reading from the niv so our main scripture for the entire christmas period is going to be this scripture in the sixth month of elizabeth's pregnancy god sent the angel mike michael to nazareth a town in galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named joseph a descendant of david the virgin's name was mary the angel went to her and said greetings you who are highly favored the lord is with you mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be but the angel said to her do not be afraid mary you have found favor with god you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him jesus he will be great and he will be called the son of the most high the lord will give him the throne of his father david and he will reign over jacob's descendants forever his kingdom will never end how would this be mary asked the angel since i am a virgin the angel answered the holy spirit will come on you and the power of the Messiah will overshadow you so the holy one to be born will be called the son of god even elizabeth your relative is going to have a child in her old age and she was said and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month for no word from god will ever fail amen okay so in part one in part one of this series i haven't titled it you in the scheme of god you in the scheme of god and i'll be answering the question how important are you in the plans of god how important are you in the plans of God? Through, in this conversation that, that Mike, uh, Angel Michael and Mary had, or Angel Gabriel and Mary had, you will find the word you seven times. Seven times. And we're going to look at how important you are in god's grand agenda you know it is painful when you are made to feel unimportant when you are made to feel unneeded when you are made to feel rejected when you are made to feel neglected 
But in the scheme of God, in the plans of God, you are very important. In fact, you are at the center of what God wants to do. And I want us to look at the seven times that God, the angel Gabriel, used the word you. In this very important message, there was very little said about God. Very getting to the end of it and the Holy Ghost was mentioned. But everything was about you, 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 you. And as I was reading it, God said to me, whatever I can do with you depends on you. Whatever God can do with you depends on you. So we're going to look at the seven you that can attract the power of the most high. I'm also going to try to establish that you are very important and very significant in God's plan and in God's agenda. If you go to heaven right now, God has a master plan and every human being God created, God has a certain plan for that person. And that you, in your plan, you are at the center of it. It is not just about God alone. It is about you and what you bring on board. God can do anything for you without you. You can come to God empty-handed and ask God to do everything. You are crucial in the things that God wants to do in your life and with your life. It is amazing that God choosing to come to the earth to die for man involved a young lady and in the conversation that announced God's plan, God's focus was on what the young lady was bringing on board. You, 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 seven times. And I want us to just look at this journey quickly so that we can live here. Number one, you are highly favored. You are highly favored. In verse 26, Eight of Luke chapter 1 the angel went to her and said greetings you are highly favored there are two types of favor and all is here I'll share with you right now the favor that qualifies you and the favor that you are qualified for so there's a favor that qualifies you now the reason why God will use you and God will do something great in your life and you don't have to think less of yourself is because there's something called favor. When you are favored, it doesn't matter where you come from and who gave birth to you and where you are located. You can be here in Barcelona and God will use you and make you greater than someone born in Buckingham Palace. It is called favor. It is because of favor. 
That's why God will not sit down with anybody and discuss about what he wants to do with your life. God does not need the permission of anybody. He does not even need the permission of your bishop to use you. Because if God sits down with anybody, the people will disqualify you. But God qualifies you by something we call favor. And I pray for you that the same favor Mary had, you will receive that kind of favor before the year ends. May this favor that took an unknown young girl from a very little village and made her a global star and place her in the center of God's grand agenda. May that same favor visit you. When this favor comes upon you, you may not have education, but you can become president. I'm telling you, when this favor locates you, you may have been born in a village without electricity and water. And your mother and father may have been uneducated. And nobody knows you from anywhere. But when this favor comes upon you, from nowhere, you will attain the highest height in your widest dreams. The word favor, you are highly favored. I am here, I can speak to you. I couldn't write nor read at the age of 13. But in the last seven years, I have made the 100 most influential people list in this country. I came here very insignificant as a squatter 22 years ago. But look at where I stand. Favor located me. Look at this scripture, Leviticus 26 verse 9. I will look on you with favor. See, sometimes it is God, this favor, this favor, God comes to find you. That favor finds you. I will look, with, I will look on you with favor from the NIV and make you fruitful and increase your numbers. I see God's eyes locating you today. I see the eyes of God locating you before the end of this year. You may be in a bottomless pit, but the eyes of God will locate you and bring you to the highest mountain. Don't give up. It is not over. If God had finished with you, you would not have seen this December. The fact that you are still alive, means God has not yet finished with you. The fact that you are still alive tells me something about you, that God has a bigger plan for your life. The fact that you are still alive, even though your expectations were not met this year, but the fact that you are still alive tells me that 2021 will be better, bolder, stronger than this year. In the name of Jesus. Thank God for life. Thank God for life. Thank him for life. 
anything could have killed you but you are still alive he sent me here to tell you that his eyes has located you and is looking on you with favor it is because of this favor that is why god has not dealt with you according to your iniquities but he has dealt with you according to his own righteousness are you here if he had judged you according to your iniquities you wouldn't have been here you have seen december 2020 because he looked at you with favor and when the eyes of favor locates you god can do anything with you there were many evil eyes that looked at you this year but when the eyes of favor located you all the evil eyes from your family from your ancestors went blind i'm prophesying on someone here they were monitoring you they were monitoring you they were monitoring your movement and wanted to take your life but hey the eyes of the lord looked upon you the eyes of the lord looked upon you with favor My mother told me I suffered from all the six killer disease, dysentery, diarrhea, polio. In fact, I walked after two years, tetanus, every sickness you can imagine, all the six killer disease, disease that killed children, that killed children, I suffered from all. I wasn't supposed to leave. I wasn't, if I lived, I wasn't supposed to walk. But when the eyes of favor located me, I've emerged as the bishop in the family. I've emerged as the Joseph of the family. I have emerged into prominence, from obscurity into prominence. I sense that, I sense it, I can feel it. And I know that God will locate you very soon. It's only a matter of time. Look at the person sitting beside you. Tell the person, it's only a matter of time. God will locate you. Number two, you with the presence of God. You with the presence of God. Verse 28, the same verse 28, the B part says, and the Lord is with you. And the Lord is with you. And the Lord is with you. What is the significance of the presence of God around you? Joshua chapter 1 verse 5. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. Why? As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Ay, 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 ay. Let me announce to you the reason why you will lose every battle, you will win every battle, and you will never lose a battle, but you will win every battle is because of the presence of God. 
I came here empty-handed, didn't know what I was walking into, but the Lord said to me, no man will be able to stand up against you. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. I have waged battles in this land. People have confronted me, threatened me, done all manner of things, yet I am still standing. I am still standing. I am still standing. I am still standing. I am still standing because the Lord is with me. Fear the man who carries the presence of God. If you fight anybody with the presence of God, you will lose. That is why no government has been able to take down the church. Historically, the church, the Christian church, is the most persecuted organization on earth. Our holy book, the Bible, is the most burnt book in the world. They wanted to get rid of it. They wanted to kill Christianity. Even in Ghana here, when the charismatic movement started and we're praying on school parks, they branded us as as ruffians and we will not amount to anything and then suddenly they started sacking us from the school pass and the classrooms we went to the cinema halls they started sacking us from the cinema halls we started buying properties today they call us mushroom churches they should wait we are not mushroom setting we are the seed of the olive tree when we start bearing fruit they have not seen anything yet we are moving away from building churches to building cities. We are moving away from building cities to building communities. We are moving away from there to building nations. Because whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatever that carries the presence of God overcomes the world. How did Mary survive suspicion Ah, how can you tell people that I'm pregnant by the Holy Spirit? How can you? But Mary survived because the Lord said, I will be with you. The Lord knew that what I'm asking you to do, people will criticize, people will fight you. The religious people of the day will not understand why a girl from a poor background, a girl without education, a girl without any qualification can boldly declare that the Holy Spirit has made me pregnant. A girl from nowhere will show up one day and say that an angel came to speak to me. Who was there? Who saw it? Who can bear witness to it? God said, all these questions will come, but I will be with you. I will be with you. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. Friends will leave you, but I will never leave you. So people will abandon you, but I will never leave you. That is my testimony. When I came to this land, some friends felt that was the end of my life. I was abandoned. I was rejected. I was mocked at. I was isolated. But there was one thing I knew that, that, that was with me. The presence of God.
The confidence you must have in life that you will break through, you will succeed, and nothing will stop you is because God says, I am with you. I am your ever-present help in times of trouble. In the waters, I will be with you. In the fire, I will be with you. So the waters will not drown you, neither will the fire burn you, because I will be with you. Look at somebody, tell the person you are not in this alone. You are not in this alone. And you cannot be in this alone. You know how sometimes you moved away from your country, from your village, and you are somewhere here in Bachuna, hanging out in some kiosk or in some uncompleted building, and it looks like you have been forgotten. It looks like nobody is looking for you. One of the things I know about God is that sometimes he separates you from people so that he can do with you what he has intended for you. He had to separate Abraham from his people. He had to separate Joseph from his people. He, God is very intentional about things that he does. Are you here? Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? I want you to know you are never alone. And you are not alone in this battle. The Lord is with you. No matter the battle you are waging, no matter what you are going through, I came to announce to you, that you are not alone. If you believe it, let me hear your loudest amen. amen. Number three, you who have found favor with God. The first one, favor found you. But the second one, favor, you have found favor. There is a favor that qualifies you and there's a favor that you qualify yourself for. You walk in holiness, you walk in purity. For instance, God needed a virgin. If Mary was not a virgin, he would not have found this favor. Are, are you here? God needed a virgin. Now, this, the favor that finds you is very generic. Every Christian enjoys that favor. The eyes of the Lord is upon all of us. Every Christian enjoys that favor. But the favor you find is a certain favor for a certain assignment you must qualify for it god wanted a virgin if mary had broken her virginity she would not have found that favor god wanted someone who was married to the lineage of david if mary was married to an equipping man like me she would not have qualified are you here god sent an angel not to Mary, but to a town, to a city. Mary was there. Go and look for an angel for me. He got there, and Mary was there. Go and look for a, a young lady for me, who is a virgin, who is in this city, who is married to a, a relative of David. When the angel got there, Mary was qualified. She found favor because she qualified. Sometimes it is your purity. It is your prayer. It is your service to God. It is your commitment to God. It is the way you serve God that brings you favor. I found this favor. I found this favor. I was sharing in action yesterday 
at the um, bishop's consecration by the archbishop and i was sharing with them how in 1988 in 1988 i went for a crusade and i met a young lady who was part of our community fellowship and this young lady was downhearted because the next day was the deadline for the registration for YIC O levels and the parents didn't have the money the family was so poor they were living in some kiosks in Adabraka somewhere and I sat down and they were so poor and this lady met me at a crusade and me and my big mouth I went to ask her sister why are you downcasted why is why what is the problem she said Charlie tomorrow is a deadline for YEC and no money no money nobody in the family has money my mother has tried my father has tried so give you five years of education gone wasted me and my big mouth i went to ask a second question how much then she mentioned the figure and it was the same amount of money in my pocket holy ghost said give it to her hey holy ghost how do you rob poor the poor man to pay the poor girl it doesn't happen that way at least rob peter to pay paul but to rob the two affair for this girl it won't happen so i left her i said sister i'll pray with you i'll pray with you and i left her i went to the other far side of the crusade as i stood there the man of god was preaching holy ghost said go and give that money to the girl then i left there again because there's some environment god cannot speak so I decided to move to an environment where he cannot speak. I wanted to be in a place where I cannot hear from him. God says that go and give the money. Wherever I went, he said, give the money to the girl. That was my last money. I hadn't eaten the previous day when I came out there. We said I traveled into the middle of the night. So we were around midnight. And my plan was after this crusade, I go home, rest, and later in the morning, the day I was going to, Holy Ghost said, go and give the money. I went and gave the money. In 2010, when we got our first accreditation, the Lord came to me and said to me, in 1988, you sponsored somebody's education. It was on that day that heaven decided to have found favor with us and will give you an university. It was that day that heaven decided, I will give you a university. I will give you a university. I will give you a university. Listen, you must qualify for this favor. Mary qualified. That's why in serving God, you must serve him with a wholehearted devotion. I pray that your heart will seek him. I pray that your heart will serve him. I pray that you will have a good heart for the Lord. I pray that you will have a good heart for him. And you will seek him. And you will seek him. As the year is ending, do not look at what God did not do for you. Look at what can I do for God before the year ends? What can I do for God before the year ends? Have I served him well? Have I served him faithfully? Have I been faithful in my titan? Have I been faithful in my giving? Have I been faithful in something? Do not ask God what God can do for you. Ask him, God, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? You're, you see, let God focus on you and you focus on him. He came to Mary and he said, you, 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 seven times. It was God focusing on you. Number four. You who will birth something bigger than you. 
Verse 31. You will conceive and give birth to a son. Ha! Ha! Mary. Mary. You know, in the Bible, there's giving birth to a son is even enough. But when the Bible went on to describe the kind of son, he will be a son of God. And he will inherit the throne of his father, David. Now, 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 where the angel was going, next week, I'll be, okay, I don't want to preempt my title because there's so many things I can share here. I can teach from this scripture for the next one year. <laughs> listen, listen. Now, now the thing was, the reason why Mary asked, how can this thing be? Because what the angel was saying baffled Mary. So me, Mary, I'm going to carry God in my womb. I'm going to carry God in my womb. Let me tell you something. Do you know why women are nicer than men? And better than men? And they are godlier than men? And they love God more than men? Because they were taken out of man. There is nothing that comes out of you that is not bigger than you. Everything that comes of you out of you is bigger than you. Have you even noticed? Biologically, even biologically, if you notice biologically, your children begin to grow taller than you. And you are asking yourself, why are these guys growing taller than me? Now Nana is beginning to grow taller than mommy. Mommy said, why is already taller than mommy? Nana is now beginning to grow taller than mommy. And Tizibia is catching up. Kevin has already overtaken her. So she's giving birth to things that are bigger than her. Even biologically. It is also so with you. Every human being has a womb. Whether you are a man or a woman, there is this spiritual womb that carries a certain assignment from God that you give birth to that is bigger than you. Are you here with me? That is totally bigger than you. As you were seated here, I remember, I remember the first time mommy visited me. I was embarrassed because I wasn't showing her where I was living. And then she came to a wedding in their church and discovered that the wedding was in the afternoon. She has mistook taking the time for a morning wedding. So a cousin of mine who sold in a supermarket across their church, she went to him and said, so I came to a wedding and I'm waiting for, for the time. So I came to spend some time. Also, oh, Gideon is at home. Let me take you to him. And my cousin knew that I found a girl, but I didn't want the girl to know where I live because where I live was poverty personified. And the cousin, to punish me, I was, I'd even come from an all night and I was sleeping. Suddenly, he came and woke me up and said, stupid boy, your, girl, your girlfriend is looking for you. I said, who? I said, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. So I went to look for some kitchen stuff. I said, sit down. I said, you know something? Everything you were you are looking forward in a man that you marry, I don't have. I have nothing. Not even a bicycle tie. But whatever you were looking forward to, I'm pregnant with it. I said, I'm pregnant with it. I'm pregnant with a big pastor. I'm pregnant with a big congregation. I'm pregnant with a car. I'm pregnant. I said, I'm too pregnant. I am too pregnant. So please, give me some time. I will give birth. 
Then she said, oh, I'm not looking for anything. It is you I love, and that is the end of it. It is you I love. But I said, yeah, 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 yeah. But if I remain this way after 10 years, you will start hating me. There's a thin line between love and hatred. So, so I want to assure you, I just want to assure you, that I'm pregnant with everything you were expecting in the pastor. I'm pregnant with it. I'm a very pregnant man. I remember the first day I bought TV, a colored TV. When I brought it home, I said, I just gave birth to TV. I said, I just, I said, I just gave birth to TV. I'll give birth to car very soon. When I bought my first car, I came, I said, I, I told you I'll give birth to a car. I've given birth to a car. So after now, everything I do, when I build, I come, come and see. See, I've given birth. Look at what I've given birth to. See, every human being carries something that is bigger than you. Your success is not in the pocket of anybody. Your success is in your womb, your spiritual womb. As you travel, you bring forth your children. As you travel, you bring forth your children. As you travel, you bring forth your children. I can tell you, I am a testimony of what prayer can do. I'm a testimony of what prayer can do. Listen, what God has placed in you is not an MBA from a business school, of course, except Accra Business School. It's not an MBA from a business school. It's not a, it's not a PhD from somewhere. It is how much you travail. How much you travail. It is in the inside of you. It is in the inside of you. Your mind can give birth, but gives birth to small things. Your heart can give birth, but gives birth to smaller things. But there's something called the spiritual womb. The spiritual womb. Only that place, the labor word for the spiritual womb is prayer room. When you know how to pray and know how to connect to this God and know how to wait upon this God, I can assure you beyond any shadow of doubt, you will give birth to something that is bigger than you. You will conceive and give birth to a son. There is, there is a seed in your womb. There is something in your womb. Now, don't you see that all the great men in the Bible were given birth to by people who were very insignificant. In fact, David's mother is never mentioned in the Bible. Was she? Was, was there, is there, is there a record of David's mother in the Bible? I may have missed it. But look at David. Samuel's mother was mocked at. Now, any woman here, sitting here, who are still believing, who are still believing God for a baby, I came to announce to you that God has some prophetic wombs. That he, he reserved those wombs for a prophetic timing. Pastor Kabu and his wife were married to how many, for how many years? 15 years. And there was no baby. The wife comes every year from America for a top-up for six months. And baby never came for 15 years. It was a serious thing. Then the last time the, the, the wife came, but one week for her to go, they came to ask me, if she stays beyond one week, she loses her green card. If she goes, we are growing older. I have to wait for her to go and come back one year later for a top-up to see whether we can have a baby. You understand top-up? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. To see whether we can have a baby. So, Bishop, what should we do? Was a very difficult question. I just touched the lady's belly. I said, I placed a baby in your womb. And I gave you a mantle. I said, let her put on it. And I said, go and finish the top-up. Okay. Once you finish the top-up, let her go. 
the one week up after one week up she left she got to america and called him and said i'm pregnant but you see that so you see what your son will become the womb was preserved for something any woman believing god for a child here i'm telling you don't kill yourself don't let anybody mock you and make mockery of you your womb is preserved for a prophetic child joseph's mother was buried isaac's mother isaac's mother was buried Your womb is a, is, is a prophetic incubator for something that is bigger than you. My mother looks at me. I come on TV. I'm working with governmental leaders. You are visiting the presidency. And then she looks and says, Hey, it's me, away. She couldn't believe that Kosia Mansa from somewhere in Bronga Hafo whose both parents were not educated she grew up on the farm and yet has a son like me if your biological womb gives birth to something that is bigger than you how much more your spiritual womb that is birthed through prayer i'm prophesying on someone here you are about to give birth to something that is bigger than anything that has ever happened in your village in the name of jesus there is a celebrity in this house today. You are about to give birth to something. Hallelujah. Number five, you who will call things into existence. Verse 31, they said, You are to call him Jesus. And that was a prophetic statement. Jesus means savior, it means deliverer. you know jesus was named twice the name mary gave him was jesus the savior that the bible said after his resurrection god gave him a name above every name that at the mention of his name every knee will bow but the first name was given by mary he said you will call him you will call him he didn't say god says call him say you will call him jesus you will call him jesus he was calling those things which be not as if they were. You see, you see, you was you, you see, you were more supernatural than natural. Your words can create things, your word can create things. God said, Let there be light, and there was light. What you say happens. When we built the uh, Christ Square, the Kerobina came to remind me that you remember you used to have a small office in Nungwa. I came to visit you one day and you told me I'll start building towers. And I said, it's true, but this one is sample. I was just trying my hands. It's like testing mic one, two, three. Testing mic one, two, three. But it will happen. I call those things which be not as if they were. I told you that when I was in secondary school, form four, we were so poor, I left secondary school form four because of fees issue. But my nickname was Chancellor. Well, I told everybody I will own a university. In secondary school form four, people said, Tetio Affair is too known, Tetio Affair is too known. Today, I have a university. Your words 
create your world. When you call anything you name, it happens. If you name yourself, if you name this my sickness, this, this my sickness, it will be your sickness. You must wake up in the morning, look at yourself in the mirror, and start calling yourself some names. Call yourself the king. Call yourself the chancellor. Call yourself the president. Call yourself the MP. Call yourself the governor. Keep calling it. Keep mentioning it till it begins to manifest. My son here, you can presuppose will be a pastor in January next year. He holds all night. The last all night he held, as at six something p.m., there were already twenty thousand people who have gathered. Movie and say thirty-eight thousand at the Independence Square. And since he joined this church, I call him a sofo. I call him when Mr. was who be this sofo. Ube di sofo, ube di sofo. I have called him. Ube di sofo, ube di sofo, ube di sofo. I told him, "Embrace you do a one and your sofo, oya den, oya sofo, oya den, oya sofo, Somebody who held the crusade with thirty-eight thousand is this Sunday sitting here and listening. Before he went, he wrote to me, laid an offering. That is bompaya mami. That is bompaya mami. I still come to church. He's sitting here. If we see small vision, we are a prophet already. <laughs> I've told him, whatever God wants you, wants you to do, don't worry. Let me know. I will bless you to go and do it. I will bless you and I'll be there for you to go and do it. Are you here? Call things into being. Call things. I used to walk on the sprinter's road here, barefooted, barefooted, calling things into being. Father, you promised me you will give me lands. You promised me you will give me, you will make me wealthy on this land. You told me that this is my place of abundance. I claim it. I call it into being. I'm calling it. I'm calling it into being. I, I spoke everything you see today. By January 31st next year, I'm moving you into a new facility. Sponsored by me and mommy. They're sponsored by me and mommy. Because everything we call comes to pass. I'm telling you. You are underperforming in life because you are understating who you are. The, the true you, the true you is in the spirit. And the true you, when you say it happens. Mary called him Jesus, means savior. And he grew up to be the savior of the world. Number six, please, apologies because you know that youth took all the time. Let me just conclude now. Number six, you who is anointed. So the seven youths that can experience the power of the Most High. You who is anointed. Verse 35, the Holy Spirit will come on you. The Holy Spirit will come on you. How? When we were in the wooden structure, listening to this testimony, our neighbor, who was a very rich woman, went to marry a pastor. And then, 
then we're using local, local, locally manufactured um, speakers. The one when you say praise the Lord, it comes out at hallelujah. Oh, I'm telling you, comes out as hallelujah, hallelujah. And this woman and the husband went to buy wood equipment and they also bought this, the cones. Some speakers that they use for, it's called cones, eh? Yeah, they also bought some. I don't know why, what they were doing. I started to direct them towards where we were meeting. We were meeting some wooden structure and directed it there. They used to do offering, take offering at the time I'm, I'll be preaching. And I'll be preaching, they'll be singing, and I'll see my church members dancing. They're sitting down dancing. Everything I preached, they didn't hear. They, they are, this thing was so loud, they couldn't hear me. I'll be preaching. I said, Praise the Lord. Mm, mm. <laughs> I said, God, I'm finished. These people are going to dwarf me. I'm finished. One day, I saw some of the boys. They were doing construction in the house, and all the boys in the church at that time were construction workers. So some of the boys got dropped there. I said, Thank God. Then the next Sunday, I was standing in there. I saw these boys passing. Why are you guys going? Hey, the woman said, if you don't come, you won't give us the job again. So we are going there. I said, God, I'm finished. God says, you sit down and say you are finished. This is not by might or by uh, this. It's by the Spirit of God. Come on, go and look for the Spirit of God. I went on a retreat and I began to pray. Lord, I need the Holy Spirit. I spent 24 hours praying non-stop. God gave me a message. 14 truths worth discovering. I came to do a 14 Sunday series based on what God told me. 24 hours of prayer. I said I was doing 12 hours. I prayed from 5 a.m. to 5 p.m. I said, okay, let me now rest. Then God said, then God gave me a message. Then I wrote it down. When I finished writing it, I started praying. Then he gave me, when I was concluding, he gave me a second one. I wrote it down. When I was concluding, he gave me a third one. I wrote it down. By the time he gave me all the 14, it was 5 a.m. again. He said, now you are finished. Go. I came to church. I said, okay, I'm starting a new series on 14 truths worth discovering. As I'm Adam Woodu came to visit us in church and heard me preach. See, wow, I've been in churches, but I haven't heard this message before. The next Sunday, he came with people. Honorable Ita and Dikenobina and Co. were driving to go to a church at Witness or Action. As they were going, they saw the wooden structure. I don't know why they chose to come there. They told the time driver, no, 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 this is church, 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 pass here. They entered there. I preached the second distance. This, they, I, we call the service. They came to my office. You see, hey, your sermon is a serious one. The next Sunday, they came with their friends from 20 something. By the time I finished this 14 um, Sunday series, we were looking for chairs for people. Just, listen, the Holy Ghost. Uh, it takes the anointing to succeed. It takes the anointing to have godly success. And if you know how to pray, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Now, now, see this one, see the Holy Spirit will come on you. Already you have the Holy Spirit in you. But the on you is a new, is a, is a new ball game. The on you, the manifestation of it, to get it work for you. 
to move it out there and let it work for you. I came here with nothing. I will stand on the land and pray. And I said, I'll buy this place. That is it. Was, <laughs> that is it. And it happens. If you ask me how I do it, I don't know. But there's something called the Holy Spirit. When he speaks to you and directs you and tells you what to do and you follow the Holy Spirit, it will help you. I married mommy because of the Holy Spirit. Nobody told me. Nobody said, hey, beautiful girl, look at her bumps. Look at her this. Go and marry her. Nobody came to tell me. I just saw her sitting down and said, I'll marry this girl. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost said, this is your girl. You are going to marry her. I knew it. I knew it immediately. I knew it immediately. Two years we were disconnected. My friends said, oh, there are nice girls in this church, beautiful girls in this church. Marry one. At that time, I was myself at this church. I said, there's a girl I met in Bible school. Holy Ghost told me she's my wife. I believe that my friends were laughing at me. The girl that you don't know where she is. And you say she's your wife. Two years later, me and Olivia met. I didn't even ask her out again. I told her first. She refused. I still said it's mine. When I met her again, I said, you remember what I told you two years ago? Can we continue now? Mommy never gives me problems. She gives me projects. When you marry by the spirit, what, what you people call problems, we call it projects. When you marry by the spirit. I don't give her problems. I give her projects. Because any time I cause her pain, she goes to pray. Because she's convinced that God spoke to us. The, the, <coughs> I've never said to her before, pack and go. Neither have I said before, I wish I'm out of this marriage. Because I had a conviction. 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 That's the most important thing. Never do anything as a born again believer if you are not sure God wants you to do it. Let the Holy Ghost give you direction. Let the Holy Ghost give you direction. I've had people call me for a lot of things. This week I was some people when I was called for some contract. I told them, no. God says I should do school. Not this one. If God changes his mind, I will know. If God says school is enough, I will know. Every good pastor does three things. You build churches, you build schools, you build hospitals. The next one coming is called Christ Square Medical Center. I've said it like this, so you see it coming. Top class, world class, world class medical center. World class medical center. If you walk in there and bring in specialists from around the world, nobody will die there. Ha ha ha! World class medical center. Look, so No, you're Medical director. Christ Square Medical Center. We will do it. That's the way. Ha ha ha. Somebody shout. Holy Ghost! Shout it louder. Holy Ghost! Holy Ghost will help you to do in one day what nobody can help you to do in one year. Holy Ghost will help you to do in one year what nobody can help you to do in ten years. Go to Mampong and see what Bishop Dag has built there. Serious! A whole city. Go and see what Papa is building. 
Apart from here, he's building the prayer command center, the global prayer command center. A whole city. <laughs> no man doeth these things except God be with him. No man doeth these things except God be with him. I haven't finished. I'm just testing Mike. Okay, number seven. You who is powerful. You who is powerful. You who is powerful. And the power of the Mosai will overshadow you. That will be the last one I will share in this series. The power of the Mosai will overshadow you. The power of the Mosai will overshadow you. There is a power that raised Jesus from the dead. That same power is lying in the inside of you. What can't you do? What can't you do? What can't you do as a born again believer? There is nothing that occurs to you that you are not equipped to do it. I want you to leave this service with this at the back of your mind. Too anointed. Too powerful to fail. You are too anointed and you are too powerful to fail. It is not you that failed. It's a marriage that failed. It is not you that failed. It's a business that failed. It is not you that failed. It's that contract that failed. Because you, you can't fail. You cannot carry God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost and fail. David had only the temporal presence of God upon him. Once in a while, the power of God will come upon him and he will kill Goliath. Once in a while, the power of God will come upon him and he will do other things. But you, you have an abiding presence of the Holy Ghost. You have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost living in the inside of you. What can't you do? What can't you do? Whatever you have left undone, Go back and do it. For you are well able. You are well able. You are well able. You are well able. Go back there. Believe it and do it. Blessed is he who believes what I've been told here of the Lord. For there shall be a performance. If you believe, there will be a performance. If you believe, there will be a performance. If you believe, there will be a performance. Rise on your feet. Shut. I believe.